Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. This is your host, George Mooney's Gun. Today, I wanted to talk about why all forms of advocacy are valid, and it's really important to remember this in advance of Autism Acceptance Month coming up in April. Um, there's going to be a lot of postings and stuff, and, you know, there can... Anyways, I won't get into it. There can end up being a lot of uh, hostility within the community um, during those times. But what I wanted to talk about is that we need to recognize that it's okay if, if like your style of advocacy is different than other people's. Like it, because this is what I don't like, and this is actually, in my opinion coming from ableism, internalized ableism, is when certain members of the community um, criticize others for their advocacy being, um, you know, light compared to, like, like, for the fact that what they're doing... Some people might only be comfortable, and this is what I did in the beginning of my journey, I was only comfortable with sharing, uh, like reposting um, and resharing stuff from other autistic um, accounts that I followed. And that's what I did in the beginning. And that's still what a lot of people do. And you know what? It's That's what they do. Like that's their form of, of advocacy. Maybe that's what they have the executive function uh, to be able to do. And so why would we want to criticize them and put them down for, like, not doing, quote, enough? Because isn't that what we're fighting against? Isn't that what we've all been told, that we're, like, quote, not doing enough because we don't fit the neurotypical, neuronormative, um, capitalistic molded system? Um, you know, so like, let's not do that to our own community. Like, let's let's honor the fact that if some people only have the executive function, or they're only able to, you know, they're only comfortable, like sharing stuff from other accounts, like, let's honor that like, that's completely valid. And that's how I started out. And then it was actually from there, that I started writing my own stuff. Um, I started a blog eventually because I was writing so much that it was too big for Instagram. Um, and then I started around the same time I started the TikTok account so I could do videos, uh, explanatory videos. And then I also started this podcast, um, which now has erupted to, you know, over 70 episodes and uh, been able to talk, it's just been really great, it's just, it's amazing, like, I did not imagine this, but it's so great, this podcast has been so gratifying, like, been able to talk to so many different people and get so many perspectives, and hopefully even more to come, and, uh, anyways, you know, it wasn't, like, I actually started out doing the stuff that a lot of people uh, criticize, you know, for they call it, like, slacktivism or whatever, which I think is very um, offensive, and I, that's actually a bit ableist. That comes from internalized ableism. It's like, why is that 
like slacking to you what if like slacking is an ableist term like let's just put like let's just acknowledge that to start with right because you're expecting certain uh functioning capacities certain you're expecting a person to produce a certain amount of of work in order to be considered valuable by society which is one of the core definitions of what ableism is so you know like let's 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 take a step back let's acknowledge that and you know let's recognize that you know in my case and the case of many others too i'm sure it it starts with small stuff it starts with you know you're sharing stuff from other pages because that plant you see that plants a seed in in the minds of neurotypicals particularly and people that haven't been educated a lot about these things yet and so they promote allyship because then they'll share this information with their friends and their family and then it'll spread and then it's like oh did you hear about this oh that's very interesting neurodiversity i hadn't heard and let me read this and this and so it spreads and then that's how you end up educating a lot of people and it plants a seed because you never know which one of those people um is maybe close to or involved with an organization and then you know if that conversation starts starts going around within that organization you can actually start to see some change and you know even if it's small scale it's something you know it's like you're building towards something and 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 then it's not of course it's not like the very hard work of the folks that do reach out to parents, influencers, schools, businesses, things that I have done before, but I didn't necessarily start doing that off the bat. And it's, you don't, you shouldn't be expected to do that to be considered an advocate. Like that shouldn't be the only form of advocacy that we validate, you know, but we should be validating other forms as well. But I'm just trying to show you know, with with my personal example, how it all led to the next for me. Like, you know, it would have been totally fine if I had just stayed, like, just sharing stuff. Like, that would have been totally fine. But it I, it's interesting, like, me writing my own content now, particularly in producing this podcast, it didn't just happen, like, you know from one day to the next it was a succession of things like i i started learning a lot more about neurodiversity like over time a while after i had my diagnosis and then really not i didn't really start digging really deep into it until 11 years after my diagnosis or maybe 12 11 to 12 uh, and it was last year in the beginning of the year that I really started learning a lot more about the neurodiversity paradigm and how it challenges the pathology paradigm and then started a page on Instagram and then started writing more of my own stuff and then started a blog and then around the same time started the podcast, started the TikTok, you know, and it was it's been like a gradual uh, evolution so we we have to acknowledge that you know advocates they all have to start somewhere you know like let's not put people down because they're still at the phase that maybe they're just sharing some some stuff that they see like that's already making an impact that's already planting a seed so that's what i want to stress in this episode 
anyways, I know I've done a lot of talking and repeating myself, but it's just kind of a autistic ADHD trait. So, you know, I'm learning to not apologize for it as much and just um, understand and honor myself and, and not get frustrated my, with myself. But uh, with that said, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you were able to get something out of it. Um, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.